Welcome everyone to the Healing Place Podcast. I am your host, Terry Welbrock. Excited to have you here with us, listening in, and also excited to have another wonderful guest. I will be doing some introductions in just a moment, but just wanted to welcome you here first to this space filled with motivation and inspiration and healing stories. Hi everybody. All right, today I'm really excited to have with me a friend and past co-worker, Chrissy Myers, and she is the program director for Milestones and also for foster care, and I'm going to let her talk about um, both of those and give more information on them because I just said foster care and I didn't name, like, you know. <laughs> Kentucky Intensive Family Services is what foster care okay. the agency is called. Um, so there I am the full-time program director and I help a lot with um, licensing families and um, recruiting new foster parents. Um, I also supervise our interns currently and help them learn case management skills and um, that's pretty much the gist of my job there. I still do a little bit of case management when it's needed with some of the families that I've had for a while um, and yeah that, that's pretty much foster care in a nutshell. It's, um, Heartbreaking, but also extremely rewarding. So, right. Has its ups and its downs. So, what what is what is case management? Because I did yeah. it. You did. We did um, it together. It's kind of. Yeah. It, it depends on what agency you're at, really. Um, for mine, it's mostly um, helping kids transition into foster care, um, helping them learn to kind of just manage being separated from their biological family. Um, a lot of it's just life skills. Some of it's working with the mental health area and linking them with additional services, helping them you know, find uh, recreational activities for them to get involved in in the community. Um, a lot of it's also working with their foster parents to help them kind of coexist as a, as a weird new family unit. Um, right. So yes. they're all adjusting <laughs> to uh, new life together, so it can be kind of awkward when it first starts out. Oh, sure. Yeah. 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 I did a foster care, like, parenting class, right? Yeah. Like, told my little story mm -hmm. in, the, in, the, in a brief version. Um, yeah, and most a lot of the parents had an opportunity to talk. It was um, Jen Parham was yeah. one of it. Yeah, and um, so the parents had an opportunity to talk, and a lot of them were, were talking about that same thing. How it's just such an adjustment mm -hmm. for these kiddos, um, right? To be away from their routine and their yeah. family, and well, a lot of them aren't used to having normal routines or living yeah. in like a, a a normal family unit. Um, so having to shift to such a drastic change can be really, really tough for them to kind of adjust to having those boundaries and limitations and expectations when they're used to just none of that. Yeah, free, free so for all. it can right. be a little bit of a battle. Oh, sure, out. sure. But yeah, I, I know we've talked, um, I mean, in the mental health field, how kids, um, they crave boundaries. Oh, like, yeah. They, they need that structure in mm -hmm. place. Um, to give them that sense of security. Yeah, and it's it's kind of weird. It's it's crazy to see the difference in kids after we've had them for, you know, a year or so. You know, even less than that for some kids. Just how much having that normalcy can can change their lives. Yeah. They just they just seem happier. Right. Um, which a lot of kids have a hard time recognizing that after. You know, because a lot of kids think that they want to go and do out whatever they want and they want to have no supervision and right. and all that stuff, but. <laughs> You think about them when we got them, and they were so miserable, and then they have adjusted to this life so beautifully, and um, it's just crazy the changes yeah. that they 
they have. So. It's cool to see them blossom. Yeah, yeah, it's awesome nice. like that. It is. Um, and how is the? I mean, with your agency. Mm -hmm. Do you have a pretty big need for people to step yes. up? Yes. So we're in Kentucky, so we only license families in Kentucky, but we'll do it throughout the entire state. Um, there are over 9,000 kids in the state of Kentucky in foster care. Um, wow. So the need for foster parents is really, really high right now. Um, especially in northern Kentucky, we have a high volume of referrals for kids coming out of northern Kentucky, but we don't have enough families in the northern Kentucky okay. area to keep them placed there. Right. So a lot of times they end up being placed in counties that are, you know, two or three hours away and having to facilitate visits with their biological family and helping kind of keep that sense of community and things that they already know is really hard to do when, right. uh, you know, they're so far away from oh, yeah. those two. Right. Um, so yeah, that, that's kind of a, a really, really big need for us right now. <laughs> okay. And unfortunately, which I don't say unfortunately because it's great, but a lot of our foster parents are getting ready to adopt the current kids that they have, oh, which is absolutely cool. wonderful. Yeah. But that means they most likely won't be fostering anymore. So, yeah. you know, we've still got to find homes for lots and lots of kids. <laughs> oh, yeah. We have friends um, who fostered for, for a long time and they ended up adopting. All four of their kids mm -hmm. are grown. Um, I think that the fourth one was in last year's of high school, and they adopted uh, these kiddos that they had been fostering for a few years, oh, wow. and then still fostered. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh my goodness, how do you do it? <laughs> but it's such a passion. Well, yeah, and um, I have a lot of our, our foster parents, they, they, they always tell me that they just feel called to do this. Yeah. Um, and a lot of them haven't been on a plan to adopt. It just kind of happens, um, and it just it works. I have a right. family right now who has nine kids total in their home wow um, yeah and they have one daughter that they adopted you know several years ago um and then they have eight foster children who they all plan to adopt all of them oh my so, goodness and yes. age ranges like they are big. All, no they are all under 12 years old wow yeah so they'll have the them, they'll have them for a long yes, time the youngest oh my is gosh three. So, How beautiful! Yeah, they just they just bought a twelve passenger van, so yeah, they're ready to take on the world. Right. <laughs> they're actually really leaving cool. for vacation for Florida soon, and a lot of the kids have never been to the beach before, so oh. really really excited. Um, so they are loading up in their twelve passenger van and heading to Florida. <laughs> That's so cool. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. what what is the um, is it, is it the heroin epidemic? Is it just a combination of things? Yeah, a lot of it is a result of that, um, okay. but a lot of it, you know. We, we are technically a therapeutic foster care agency, which means most of our kids have dealt with some type of trauma or abuse or neglect history. Um, so it, it can be a lot of things. Um, obviously, a lot of um, abuse and, and neglect stems from substance abuse issues in the right. home. Um, a lot of the parents have their own mental health issues of their own, which prevents them from taking care of their kids um, and being able to, to function as a, you know, a healthy parent. Right. Um, and then we also just have some kids who have kind of come from foster home to foster home and they've kind of been in the system their whole lives and they just haven't quite, you know, found the right fit for right. them. Okay. So we also get a lot of referrals for kids out of residential programs who've been placed in some type of residential facility but they're trying to transitioning them back to a okay. more least restrictive setting. Um, so that's kind of All right. what they need to. <laughs> well. Thank you for doing what you do for those kids oh, yeah, because, great. yeah, much needed. The kids are the fun part of that. Job, yes, so. and they always are. <laughs> yes. I mean, you know, that was the best part. It wasn't all that paperwork no, we had to fill out. It was the worst part. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, all right. So talk about 
milestones. Okay. What is that? I'm, ex I'm excited to learn about. Chrissy and I were talking before we started recording. I said, horses scare me. They have giant heads. <laughs> And I've ridden two in my life, and I know, I know, I know. I she was like, come out and visit. Um, that I just need to get acclimated to to horses. So. Yeah. So I call milestones my fun job most of the time. Yeah. Um, I'm there part time, and I started out as a volunteer. Um, I started volunteering right after I graduated from college, and I just kind of fell in love with it and stayed. Um, and this past January, they asked if I would come on to help as a part time program director, with just kind of managing some of the behind-the-scenes stuff, so um, I do a lot of their scheduling for classes and volunteer coordination um, and invoicing, some of the boring stuff that right. isn't so fun, but right. I love it there, so it's okay. And you get to be with the horse. I you do, get to be on the horse. Plus. Yeah. Um, so Milestones is a therapeutic riding center. Um, we are PATH accredited, which means we are accredited by um, kind of an international agency that oversees different therapeutic riding programs. Um, so we, all of our instructors, instructors are PATH certified and they have gone through workshops and classes in order to do that. Um, and we just offer therapeutic horseback riding lessons to essentially anybody who has any type of challenge. Um, it doesn't necessarily have to be a diagnosis. Um, and the word challenges can range from just about anything you can think of. Um, we start riders as young as three. And, and, and well into an adulthood. Um, well, yeah, I saw, because you sent me the link to the website. Yes. And there was the... Silver saddles. Silver saddles. Yeah, yes. fifty and over. Yes. That's me. Woo. Fifty-ish and over. The yeah. fifty limit is very flexible. <laughs> okay. Um, fifty-ish. Yes. Right. So our our crowd, our silver saddles group are so fun. Um, they do a lot of different stuff. So they are just they don't have any type of limitations necessarily. Some of them do. Some of them have had strokes in the past. Or okay. So just, like me with PT, CPTSD. Yes. Um, would be a great candidate. They probably would be. A great candidate. Right? But yeah, they, they come out and they ride for um, a lot of different reasons. A lot of it's just strengthening and balance, and a lot of them are retired and they just kind of want social time. That's um, cool. So it's just kind of their thing to do, and it's great. Um, I really like Silver Saddles also because they a lot of them come out to volunteer in addition to riding. Okay. So it's kind of like we get, you know, the package deal with that, which right. is nice. Right. Um, the therapy riders, the therapeutic riders, they um, there's not really an age cap on that. Um, we have a lot of kids with cerebral palsy, um, autism, uh, we have kids who are there for speech or just kids who need the movement of the horse to help with, you know, balance and strengthening their core or uh, muscle spasticity, um, just all, all sorts of stuff. And then there's always the emotional side of it. We have a lot of kids who have anxiety and PTSD, um, depression or, you know, all sorts of things. So it's just right. kind of a, a really wide range of, of people to cover, really, so yeah. get a little bit of everything there. Very cool. Now, where is it located? Independence, Kentucky. Okay. So it's about 30 minutes from Cincinnati. Um, it's just a quick hop over the river, so it's right. not too bad. Yeah. And so how do people, do you have to, like, fill out an app, be qualified, yeah. do so, you call? Well, to volunteer, all you got to do is fill out the application and then attend a volunteer training, which I provide, so right. give me a call. <laughs> um, and then for riding, I I also provide the assessments, so okay. you you're going to be Chrissy no yes, matter what. pretty much. Right? Uh, but yeah, I basically, you would just fill out the application online. We have actually have an interest section on our website, I think, where you can fill out an inquiry form, Okay. and then we would contact you to set up um, the assessment visit, and we would just bring you out to the farm and kind of do a tour and talk to you about uh, the different benefits of it and explain all the other extra fun stuff like payments and that yeah. things to you and All right. get you started. I mean, we so is it like a membership thing um, or is we, it you buy packages? Sort or? of. So we operate in usually about 12 week long sessions okay. and we do four a year. Um, 
and we usually try to get people to sign up for the entire 12-week session but that's definitely very flexible some riders can't ride for the full 12 weeks okay. and it's just kind of a um, ride what you can and then we'll, we'll work with you on the schedule gotcha. aspect of it okay but, um, lessons are for therapeutic it's thirty dollars per class and then we bill it monthly through an online wow. invoicing system that's cool um, and silver saddles is thirty five dollars per class and it's billed through also the monthly invoicing so yeah yeah well nice. that's not bad I mean that's really reasonable no, very yeah. cool it's nice and it's a weekly thing so you come out once a week um, therapeutic lessons for for about an hour and I think okay. silver saddles are about an hour and a half so. And is it outside, inside, both? Both. We have an indoor arena and okay. an outdoor arena. Um, so the indoor arena is covered, and um, there's no heat or AC still, but um, right. at least you're shielded from the elements. Yeah. And then our outdoor arena is quite a bit larger, and it's a lot of fun to ride in just because there's more space to kind of spread out and, okay. and do have some fun on the horse. But um, it definitely can get a little toasty out there in the summer and definitely yeah. really, really cold in the winter. So. Okay. Yep. And we also have a sensory trail. Um, which is kind of a trail ride that has just different things hanging from trees and um, different textures and stuff kind of going on for, for riders yeah. to explore and just kind of check out. So that's a lot of fun for our, our um, kids with autism and yes. things like that. So that's really it's cool. Neat. It is pretty neat. I I'm going to have to come check it out regardless. I mean, just to, just come just so I can just be like, oh, gosh, <laughs> get a little panicky. So fun fact, Milestones <laughs> has a lot of Icelandic horses, and they are they look like a pony, but they're not a pony. They're okay. an actual horse, but they're pony size. Oh, and I'll start there. They're great. So they are <laughs> giant fluff balls. They have oh. a ton of hair. They love the snow, and they are just like oh perfect gosh. therapy horses because they are like really sturdy. Yeah, um, right. And they're really good size because when we are having to help a kid with, on the horse, oh, yeah. and we're not trying to, you know, really hold up really high where you're standing on your tiptoes to reach them to help them out with whatever they're working on in the lesson, it's a lot easier when they're more at your right, level. Right. <laughs> so yeah, it's it's a blast. That's neat. How many horses? Uh, I think we're about sixteen right now. Wow. Yeah, so they're cool. quite the crew. All of our horses have their own little personalities. Yeah. Just like people. So Yeah, just like they're, dogs. Oh yeah. Sammy's in here crashed with us right now. <laughs> she wanted to come in, she was at the door doing her little oh, no. please let me in. She's so sweet. So though. She is sweet baby. <laughs> you know, this is all she wants. She just wants oh she knew we were talking about this. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's super awesome. I yeah. love it. Um, so, how'd you get into horses? I mean, um, you said you volunteered yeah, at it before. So my dad had horses when I was much younger. Okay. Um, and I never really had any formal experience with horses. My dad was very like throw you on the saddle and go. If I had a saddle, um, <laughs> sometimes I was tied into the saddle when I was a kid. Oh which my Really unsafe. Right. <laughs> And then my grandparents also had horses for quite a while. They also had a donkey. Um, and I've always loved them. And as I got older, I kind of just wanted to get more into it. And um, after I graduated, I think I was in kind of a place where a lot of my friends had left and, you know, moved on to different areas. And I was started my first full-time job. And I just felt like I didn't really kind of have a, have a thing or have a place to fit. So I kind of fell into that and just spent a lot of time there. Yeah. Um, and I just stayed. Yeah. Know, it was one of those things that I started out one day a week, and then it was two days a week, and then it was three days a week, and now I would just be there all the time if I could. Right, so. right. <laughs> the horses are relaxing. That's so. neat. I, I mean, again, I, I think it's really cool. And I, I think they're magnificent and beautiful animals. There's just there's just something about them. They're so they beautiful. Are, and they have this weird ability, especially on the mental health side, to connect with people on a weird level. Um, 
It's that's just, what I've heard. Because equine therapy yeah, is, I mean, that's a re, like a big deal. It is, and they, they tend to, horses kind of mimic human emotion in their own way. Um, so a lot of like reactive attachment disorder or, you know, people who have a hard time communicating, horses can really help you sort through that a little bit more quickly because they're going to reflect how you're feeling a lot of times. Like if I come into the barn and I've had a bad day and I'm in a crappy mood, and um, the horses tend to be in a crappy mood back, and they won't hide it. Um, but if you are able to kind of, it teaches you to really manage, I think, your emotions a little bit better and kind of put yourself in check. Um, you know, and then on the other side of it, they also just tend to have this calming effect. Like when I get on, it just kind of goes, everything's kind of melts yeah. away. It's just a good feeling. That's neat. So. I, and I, again, I've heard it more and more like horses being used for therapy, as therapy animals. Great. Oh, mini horses are a big thing right now. Yeah. We don't have any of those yet. But. Okay. When we went through, um, <laughs> therapy dog training mm -hmm. with Sam, um, you know, they were talking about all the different animals that oh, yes. um, are being utilized and they were saying how horses are kind of the up and coming. It's impressive. I've seen a lot of really yeah. good changes and I've had a lot of really good moments with our riders. Um, you know, we get to hear some kids' first words a lot of times Aww. on horse, kids who are nonverbal and Aww. don't speak. Um, you know, who are seven, eight years old, who just, they don't talk, they just don't. Oh my gosh. And, put them on a horse and they just start talking away, you know? Oh my, or that is amazing. Yeah, they start singing or they'll start humming oh. and it's just. Do their parents, like I got goosebumps. Oh, we got lots of tears. We got I was going to say, I'm about to cry just um, hearing yeah, about it's it. it's really cool. Um, and wow. then we have kids, it's a big confidence builder, like to watch kids who started out having never touched a horse, seen a horse, and they transitioned to riding independently without any of the volunteers' help and they're just able to do it by themselves. I mean, it's it's really cool to see them going from struggling yeah. and being really fearful to like hopping on and taking off and just, you know, really going for it. It's just really, it's really cool. That so, is so cool. I love it. We have wow. a lot of riders who have ridden since they were like three years old and are well into adulthood now. Um, okay. So yeah, we've had so a lot So it of, really does have an impact yeah, on them that yeah. they keep coming back. Definitely. And, yeah, so, super cool. Awesome. awesome. All right. Um, so, let me see, any myths or facts that you would want to clarify for people in regards oh, to, goodness. like, using, um, you know, being with the animals or, um, hmm. you know, like, my giant fear of horses? <laughs> well, I think that, that is a big fear that people have, and I, I think it's not necessarily a myth or a fact, but, you know, a lot of people have that, you know, they're going to bite me or they're going to kick me or they're going to you know hurt me and that's not necessarily true i mean they definitely have the ability to do so but right. most horses aren't going to just randomly like attack unless they have right. a reason to it's usually out of fear if anything right. um you know thankfully our horses are usually a little bit on the older side and they're more experienced and you know they've gone through a lot of desensitization and, and you know process to become you know to be able to be a therapy horse in our program, but right. yeah, there are some, they all have their moments, they are, they are like people, um, they get moody and cranky, and right. they fight with their neighbor in the stall, and they, <laughs> they all have their little moments, but that's okay. Right. <laughs> Ironically, my favorite horse up there, so he's a thoroughbred, he's off the track, he used to race, oh. and I don't know how, he's the slowest horse on the entire planet. <laughs> Literally, like, so slow. He was like, he, he, that's, he, that's just, why he, doesn't he got it all out. He got <laughs> yeah. it all out on the track. No, but he, he's the most finicky horse I have ever oh. worked with, and I just love him. He, you know, you touch him in the wrong spot, and he just glares at you like it's the end of the world. Or, <laughs> you know, he doesn't want to tie to the wall because the wall is scary, or oh. today he's decided he doesn't like the blue barrels in the arena because they're, he just doesn't like them. And, 
Yeah, so they are they are like people. They have their own weird quirks and fears. Well, now I want to meet he's, him yeah, because that's fun. just cool. What's his he's, name? His name's Whiskey. Um, Whiskey. Whisk. Um, yeah. yeah, he's he's rotten, but he's he's my doll. We love him. That's um, what we say about Max. He's he's so rotten, but he's so <laughs> he darn cute. You know, you can't help yeah. but love him. Exactly. Yeah. So they're they're all their own special little little quirks and things. But Very fun. cool. And so they is somebody on site all the time. No, Does somebody live um, there? We or? used to have a caretaker who lived on site, um, okay. and actually we've just switched to kind of using the house that we have on site as offices. Okay. And um, we use it as a training space. Um, but we have caretakers who come out at least twice a day, and we also we have lessons pretty much. Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Fridays. So there's pretty much people there all day, anyways, for those. Okay. Um, and then also, we're oh, we're doing um, a summer reading program right now, all day on Mondays, where kids come and read to the horses. Oh, see, I think that's yeah. so cool. It is really fun. They they have these stools that they sit on, and the horses are in the stalls, <laughs> oh and the horses all come over, and oh. they kind of poke their head up, and they they like to listen to the kids read books and. Um, yeah, it's really fun. This is the first year we've done it. It's free. It was just kind of a community engagement yes. thing that we partnered with the Kitten County Library for. Um, we provide the books, and the kids can take a book home. So do the um, kids have to sign up? Yeah, through? so we actually only have two more Mondays of it left. It's oh, okay. next Monday, and then I think the last Monday in July. And you have to sign up through Eventbrite, um, okay. which is the website. And it does say that it's full, but we have had some cancellations. So if okay. people are interested in that, they can call and try to get signed up. And I can see what we have open still. Yeah. But yeah, it's been really fun. So I definitely think we'll do that again next year. Um, How cute. Really, yeah, it's really, really cute. <laughs> if you get on our Facebook page, there's usually pictures of it. And it's just so neat. The horses look so intrigued by it. <laughs> this little person yes. sitting there reading, holding up the book. Oh, yeah, and it's, it's, for kids who, it's for kids who are, I think, first through eighth grade. And yeah. kids who are just starting to read, it's a really non-intimidating way to practice out loud. Yeah, yeah the horse is just happy. doesn't know what you're saying. Right. You know, they're just happy you're talking to them. So. Right. Um, it's really fun, um, and then we also have a summer work program where high school students can come and kind of have a day at the farm, um, and they learn kind of what farm life is like and kind of what that would be as kind of a job prospect almost. Okay. Um, and they, they do have to have some type of um, diagnosis or challenge, and they come out and spend a day with us, and they get to do all the fun farm chores of feeding the horses and giving them water. and mucking the stalls and cleaning out all the horse poops. So right. Woo! That daily, yeah. the daily job there. Awesome. But yeah, that's it's, it's a lot of fun, so. That is neat. I don't know. I love it. Okay. Yeah, I, I think Madison would love to go out. She should. How old is she now? She's going into seven. Oh, okay. So yeah, 11. Yeah, so she she's almost she there. Would... We usually are like 12, 13 for volunteers. Are they? Oh, so, are they? Yeah. Okay. Well, I gotta wait till that bridge is fixed, and then <laughs> then you head on over. Yeah, yeah, it's um, so fan. It's yeah, yeah it's exhausting. Right the bridge in Cincinnati, man, they've got it. It's, I've heard so it's I've heard it's crazy and yeah, so yeah. many orange cones. Yeah, and scary. <laughs> it is scary. <laughs> even people who aren't afraid of bridges oh, yeah. told me, just "Oh my God, it's really scary." Like, you're just sandwiched in there, so. right? Right. It's not fun. <laughs> And I think my river bend is like the worst possible thing because all oh, the cars are traffic. That's what I said. Exit that I have to get off on to go home. I right. sit there for an hour. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No thanks. It's no. almost like just yeah. I'll go around the other way. <laughs> you know. If they're worth it. Somebody <laughs> told me the other day. They said you know they need to put in a. Um, we're going off track for just a second, folks. <laughs> we're. Um, what's the thing? A ferry. Thank you. Yeah. I was like, not no, a trolley. What's it called? One. I used to take the Anderson Ferry on the other side. Yeah, of the on town, the west side. And it would be great if they had one. Over I think here. they need to do an east side <laughs> one, just like from Coney. Yeah. Over oh, across, awesome. and then people could 
you know, avoid <laughs> going to Alexandria or whatever yeah. and avoid all that craziness. That so nice. I know. Oof. I think. All right, any listeners, you know, there you go. There's a million dollar wow. idea for right yeah. now. Wow. All this construction's going on. It's <laughs> crazy. Um, all right. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. I'm so sorry. One of my favorite questions to ask people. Oh <laughs> it's one of my, but I said these to you, so you I might know. know. If you could meet anyone in the world, dead or alive, who could help you with your mission oh. of whatever it is your mission, you know, helping kids or who would it be? Oh. No, I kind of lean towards Ellen DeGeneres just because, <gasps> like, that. who doesn't love Ellen? And right. she's all about helping people. And I just feel like, you know, no matter what your cause is, Ellen's going to be excited about it. Yeah, so, I think I would definitely lean towards that. That's a great and answer. I also just love Ellen and watch it every day. Right. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, she's so funny, but I do love her passion yeah, for like making a difference in the world. Yeah, she's always so excited to help people with whatever yeah. they have going on, and I just think it's so cool. Like you know, you don't see a lot of people that are ready to give back like that. And yeah, it's really cool. Absolutely. So, I mean, yeah, I like it when she has families on there and they like get all this stuff. It just makes yes. Me happy. Yes. <laughs> I know, I'm going to be, how can I sign up for Ellen? I know, right? Yeah. That would be nice. Yeah. Very cool. I love it. Great answer. Because <laughs> I'm, I'm, right I'm right on board with you. So, all right. What is your dream job? I'm almost doing it, to be honest. Um, Milestones is pretty dang close to it. You know, if not it. It's, what's not to like, it's like my two favorite things. It's helping kids and, right. you know, helping people overcome obstacles and horses. It's. Yeah. It's great. <laughs> I know. Um, you know, the barn has this weird effect of everyone thinks it smells when they first come up there, but to me it's like, <laughs> like yes, home. yeah, like, it just yeah. feels good to be there. Yeah. Um, and I think it's, you know, that's, I couldn't really ask for much better. It's, it's a pretty flexible schedule. I get to hang out with horses. It's a right. bad deal. So. And watch kids yeah. talk, I mean, say oh, yeah. words. Awesome, that, awesome oh things. Oh my gosh. So it is really neat. I mean, that's miracle kind of stuff yeah. right there. Yes, I mean, it's very, very impressive. So. Yeah. Um, I think, you know, ideally I would just stay at home and hang out with my own horses and dogs all day. That'd be a great job. <laughs> right. That doesn't pay the bills, but yeah. <laughs> Darn it. Yeah, so I think that's you know, that's pretty dang close to it. Yeah. So. Well, what a great what a great dream job Definitely. to to have. A friend of mine just got back from um, the Outer Banks. Oh. And she was saying one of her favorite things of the whole trip was going and watching the wild horses. I, I would love to do that. Yeah, I've never been. Yeah. Um, and just, she said, it was just so magnificent to see these mm -hmm. beautiful creatures. Um, and just very tame and very, I mean, they were yeah. wild horses. Yeah. But. I think they've become accustomed to Yeah, the people beach. being around. But yeah. just wandering the beach. Oh, yeah, and, I mean, that's like my dream of a beach vacation, man. Yeah. Like, like letting all the horses <laughs> right. like, get the tan. That's great. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> That is cool. Yeah. Oh. Although, you know, I'd probably be out there sunbathing and then just have like a horse face. Your face. <laughs> 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 oh, yeah. <laughs> no, thanks. Yeah, they do tend to sneeze on them a lot. Do they? Yeah. Get a lot of horse snot blown on you. Nice. Yeah, that's great. From their giant heads. <laughs> yes, from their giant heads, giant nostrils. <laughs> so, like, do the kids get to. Um, like feed them an apple or anything? So we only or? can feed them, and that's okay. just because it can form some bad habits of nibbling on things uh, that aren't food. Gotcha. Um, and fingers tend to look a lot like peeled carrots, so okay. we're a little cautious with that. Um, we usually have the kids put stuff in the feed pans if they want to feed them. Um, we do okay. have some kids who kind of, you know, they like that particular horse and they want to bring that horse a treat. And oh. Yeah, so we do have some horses who are on a diet restriction. You know, they get a little plump or <laughs> they... Uh, 
you know, they have kind of like diabetes for horses, essentially. So they have to little watch what they eat yeah. a little bit. But yeah, so most of them though are carrots are good, apples are good. Um, and they could put it in the feed yeah. tray. Okay. Mm -hmm. Very cute. How much land is there? Uh, it's probably a little over 40 acres, I think. Wow. Yeah. Um, That's have, big. Most most of our pastures are broken up into sections. Um, we technically have two horse herds. We have what we call the big horse herd and the little horse herd. Um, the little horse herd is mostly our Icelandic horses, which are all pretty quite a bit smaller, and then our right. big horses. Um, and that's just because, again, like people, they don't always get along. So right. we kind of separate, keep some, keep some peace. Um, and even still, we still have some arguments and some battle wounds when they come in. Um, but yeah, they they all kind of roam through different pastures. They're all connected, so we can okay. open up gates and they kind of move from field to field depending on where the grass is growing and where there's too much grass that they shouldn't be eating. So, okay. Yeah. That's cute. I Another funny story is that I was driving down Round Bottom Road, <clears throat> oh, last year sometime, and I looked over and I was like, what is that horse doing? <laughs> And it was like climbing a hill. It was climbing the hill, maneuvering its way around these trees and climbing this hill. And I said, "Oh my gosh, it got out of its pen!" So I like I turned around at this little bridge and I pulled in the driveway and I happened to see the guy, mm -hmm. you know, I guess the owner, come out. And I opened my door and I was like, "Um," and he started laughing. And he said, "Did you see my horse on the hill?" And I was like, "Yes." And he said. He's going to say hi to his buddies. Yeah. And he said, I said, oh. And he was like, yeah, he just, he likes to go up and climb the hill. And there's a pasture up at the top. <laughs> and he goes up and there's a couple Aww, other horses up there. And he goes to the friends. fence and they, they hang out and they yeah. talk to each other. And then he comes back down and goes in. And I was like. They don't wander what? too far from where they have they get their food. They're okay. Not, they're not stupid. All right. <laughs> I had gotten a horrible phone call in the middle of the night that our horses had gotten out. Like one of them had broken our gate and okay. gotten loose, and I was yeah. like, terrified they were going to be like. I mean, we're on a, a dead end street, but like yeah. I was worried they were going to be in the road or out. You know, just somewhere like we couldn't find them. And right. I got there, and there they all are, <laughs> standing in the yard in the rain, and I'm like, like, where's our food? Yeah, it's like two in the morning, and I'm like, oh my Nine. gosh. We're all just gonna stand out here in the rain. You guys didn't even go anywhere cool. Right. <laughs> you don't even have a story to tell. Like, couldn't even go in your stall. Like it's right there. Right. So they all do tend to wander back to their stalls eventually, just because yeah. They all and ours all have their own assigned stalls with their names on it. And okay. And they kind of know their. Oh yes. Oh they know. my goodness. They know that it's theirs. How cute is <laughs> yeah, that? They're fun. They're very fun. That's just cute. <laughs> All right, well, I really don't have anything other than, you know, if you have anything else you want to talk about as oh, far goodness. as... Um, I would just say, if anybody's interested in volunteering, we would absolutely love to have them come out. We are okay. always in need of volunteers for a wide variety of things, even for people who are not horse people. Um, people who are good with kids, or people who are good with gardening, or people who like to mow. Um, people who are handy and can fix things, because we are a nonprofit, so we are okay. all on budget. Um, so we like free labor and yes. <laughs> um, free help. So it's we, we do offer um, work days throughout the year where anybody can come out to the farm and help us just kind of do general upkeep and barn chores. A lot of times it's you know, painting fences or um, unloading a load of hay we just got back into the hay barn okay. or um, you know painting stalls and just kind of fixing things up. So we have those periodically. And people like us on Facebook, that's usually the best place to keep up with all that stuff. Oh, awesome. So, and yeah. what's what's the Facebook? I think it's just Milestones Inc. is what the Milestones Inc. Mm -hmm. Okay. The Facebook page. In, Independence, Kentucky. Yeah. All right. Mm -hm
Well, it was wonderful. Thank you. Thank you. All right, everybody. Well, I will see you or talk to you in a couple weeks. And until then, be gentle with yourselves. Thanks. Bye-bye.